0: Hello. And welcome to this episode of the Hacker Culture podcast. I'm your host J R S W A B. You can find me all over the internet at jrswab. That's my um, that's my name. You can call me JR though. That's what I go by online. Today I'm talking about uh, blocking ads, blocking basically any website that you don't want access to. It's a uh, very robust um, There's two methods I outlined in a blog post I wrote recently that I want to uh, talk about here in in podcast format for those of you who don't like to read, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But anyway, I found this very useful, and um, I also have had people ask me about this um, in various forms. Um, I've also been looking to find a way to do it myself even, because I can you. We, we use like things like ad Adblock, ad blocker. Uh, I've mentioned uBlock Origin a ton uh, in the past, both on my blog and on this podcast. And um, it gets to a point where it, the more extensions we have on our browser, the more unique the browser becomes, and the more easy it is to identify us as an individual um, through metadata. And having the fewer extensions makes it. A little bit more difficult. Um, then again, you think about this; it could also make it the way around too. It depends on who, what are the most used extensions, and you can technically just pick those. Um, but I don't know if there's any information on that. So I haven't looked into it. But um, even that, we don't. I don't necessarily want a ton of extensions in my browser. I want the bare minimum because it just gets kind of excessive at times, right? Um, so we talked about uBlock Origin, which is a good way to block. Um, trackers, ads, that kind of stuff online, Um, specifically ads that are basically everything. Um, If you want to only block things that that are deemed malicious then you can use something like um, the Firefox uh, Firefox, uh, the DuckDuckGo privacy browsing extension a privacy extension I can't remember exactly what it's called you can also use something like um, the eff's uh, privacy badger those are t- also good ones and they they don't block every um, ad because not every ad is malicious but uh, it is still um, a good option um, I find this this these two approaches to be the first one is um, easy in my opinion uh for those of you out there who use linux um, or are comfortable with editing uh, system files you'll find this to be quite um, the the easiest route for sure. Um, and the first is it's literally as simple as editing your host file. Um, it has the least overhead. The second method has, has more overhead and we'll get into that uh, in a bit but um, every computer that you have has a host file. Um, this is a method, method I was using for my desktop computer blocking um, basically anything I didn't didn't want access to and um, I didn't want to have access to my computer that is and this is great and everything because I'm on on my desktop a lot so my desktop is like my primary driver for just doing anything every day Um, but then on my phone I would you know you could still get advertisements or like say if you're like me and sometimes you play games on your phone uh, to you know just kill some time some some games are a lot more intrusive with the advertisements than other ones are you know like you choose to watch an ad so you get a perk those are a little less intrusive because you're basically agreeing to watch the ad in return of in, in favor of like in-game currency uh i don't find those to be terribly terribly um intrusive because they only play whenever you t- tell them to but a lot of not even just games but apps in general just have apps everywhere and very intrusive even um The native app for, or even I think technically every, even the web version, the web app of Duolingo has ads, because they want to keep it free, but they have to pay for their servers and everything, Um, and so that's kind of like, um, I get it, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll sit here and watch this for 30 seconds, because I have to, um, but I didn't ask for it, It's kind of like pushed on me, and that's why I didn't like. Um, So having the host file on my computer is all great and dandy. but I found I couldn't import the host file I wanted. So if there is a, a repository by a guy named Stephen Black. He's a Git uh, Git repo that has a bunch of uh, versions, a bunch of versions of host files, and they have, they all have the what he calls the unified hosts. So it's a bunch of people around the web who also have Git repos that are keeping a keeping log of all the malicious websites that, um, you know, maybe. Are there for like phishing purposes, malware, like whatever uh, sites that you don't want to go to uh, for for security purposes more than so than privacy, but also privacy and focus as well. Because there are some out there that just like are looking for things that are tracking you and trying to stop that as well. Um, this guy basically takes all of those and puts them together, removing any duplicates so the file isn't as big, isn't super huge. But these files are still enormous, um, <laughs> very huge uh, for text files, very huge. Uh, so he has one for just unified, then there's unified plus gambling, unified plus social media, unified plus porn, unified plus something else too, I can't remember what it is, but basically a ton. Um, he does have, like I said, a, a repo. The link can be found at github.com slash Black slash hosts. And uh, if I go to this, I can show you, I can actually read you what, what they have here. So he has unified hosts and this is adware and malware. Then he also has um, Unified host plus Fake News. Um, if you want to trust what he deems to be fake news, then go for it. Um, I don't know what that means. But Unified Hosts, which is just AdWare and Malware together, has 38,256 unique domains that are blocked. Um unified host and gambling has over 40,000 unified host plus porn has 48 over 48,000 the social um, added in has 40 over 40,000 and if you add in say like, a couple of them so say like this is unified host plus fake news plus gambling and porn then you have 50 over 51,000 if you have everything i think i said everything down here yes Unified host plus fake news plus gambling plus porn plus social, you have fifty four thousand thirty-four unique domains that would be blocked at your computer level. So what happens with the with this host file is that you basically take this raw link and you uh, you copy and paste it into your host file. Um, it's enormous. Like I actually tried to copy and paste this to put it into my host file on my Android device, which isn't easy to do if you're not rooted by the way <laughs> it's a pain in the butt and i couldn't get it to work uh not being rooted um it actually could not copy and paste everything it wouldn't work it's just too much stuff the memory i guess in the on uh, the copy and paste function on android just couldn't handle the 50 some thousand lines uh that i was requesting uh to to use um People have pull requests on here about asking about Spotify ads, Windows, te- Windows telemetry servers, Facebook yeah, API graphs, Facebook in general. Um, people are constantly updating this. Um, let me see if I can find the code here. When the last time it was updated. Um, Readme was three days ago. I think it tells you here somewhere. Maybe it was in back where I was before where it talks about um, on the Readme file. Uh, it doesn't, never mind. <laughs> there was, uh, but basically you can, you can use the, the, the raw hosts file from the GitHub link or a non-GitHub mirror version and it's updated very frequently. Um, I, it was somewhere before I was able to find it. I think, uh, I'm on, not on a mobile device. I could probably find it better than I can, um, currently, but it's constantly being updated, constantly being developed. And, uh, so that's what, this is what I use. Um, for my desktop and also in the second portion of, of the second option I, that we're going to talk about I use this I added this in there as well just to make sure I block more things I want to block so basically what you do is you log into the computer or the device that you want to want to use this new DNS uh, option um, Basically, if you want to block it on your entire your entire network, whatever network you're on, whether you're home or work or whatever, um, you want to log into whatever computer is going to be the new DNS server, or is currently the DNS server for your network. Um, so in most cases, you could just use a Raspberry Pi. It uh, doesn't matter which one it is. The Raspberry Pi 1 is more than enough to be able to, to, to do this. Um, so if you're using Raspberry Pi, I recommend just downloading um, the Arch Linux um, ARM distro for Raspberry Pi, installing that, it's real base. Um, and actually, you don't have to even build it. It just comes pre-built. Um, so, if you've ever built Arch, if you never built Arch before, you don't have to worry about building Arch. You literally just install. It. It's like installing a Ubuntu server. Um, Everything is ready to go on the Raspberry Pi version. Then, what you want to do is you want to go and you want to open Stephen Black's hosts repo and find the one you want. Uh, I'm particularly using Unified Hosts Plus Porn uh, in order to block. More than just the malicious uh, stuff and the malware, um, I'm also wanting to block anything that because when you go onto, uh, what would it be uh, like a torrent site and a lot of times on like say like various pirate bays, there's a there's ads for porn everywhere. Um, I just wanted to block that. And just think it's unsavory, um, so I added that in there. Uh, that's what I'm. That's my base. I'm using. I don't really care to block social. Um, I'm using. Because I'm using um, I'm using the uBlock matri- uh, matrix I mean, uh, I don't really need to worry about blocking social because I that just that app, that extension blocks it for me. But you could, in theory, block everything uh, with a host.txt file that you want to block. Um, click on the RAL host file, and then you get the enormous list of domain names. From there, you want to open up your host file. So if you're on Linux or Mac, it's easy, it's just slash etc slash hosts. If you're on Windows, go to your system directory, your system root, and then go to backslash system32, backslash drivers, backslash etc, backslash hosts, Uh, yeah, because it's Windows. Um, And then once you're in there in a text editor um, of your choice in the host file, you want to copy the entire raw text from step that we just talked about from the Ge- repo, and you want to overwrite the file that you created. Um, you could also make a symlink. Uh, that's another good option you want to do, um, which we'll talk about in a second of why that's useful. Um, you, don't, you don't have to worry about like losing anything. Well, if you're on Windows, I would I guess should Windows or Mac. Double check to make sure that what's in there by what's in your host file by default is also represented in the new host file. The very top, they have the very basics you need in a host file. Um, And I know it's just exactly what I had in Linux. So if you're on Mac or Windows, double check to make sure. But you should be able to just copy and paste it, um, overwrite everything that's in there. Then once you have that saved on that computer or that device you're using, like the Raspberry Pi, you would literally just go to your have that plugged into the the router on your network. Um, It can be Wi-Fi as well, doesn't really matter. As long as it's on your network, it'll work. Go into your router and tell the router that the new DNS server is the IP address of that device. So you have to find the IP address before you change it, but typically when you log into a router, the first page you see is a list of devices on your network. And what their IP addresses are, so you find the one you're looking for, change your DNS server to that. Um, I can't tell you how to change the DNS on your router, because every router is different, but it's simple as going to Google and saying my, like, typing in your router name and the model number, and then space, change DNS, and I'm sure you'll find how to do it. Uh, it's quite simple. Or you just dig around and find it. Um, I have an old Verizon wireless router, and uh, it's, like, kind of hidden. It was kind of a pain to find. I had to go to, like, I don't know. I can't even, can't even remember how it was, but I know I know how to get there. I just don't know how to say it. I can't tell you how to do it. <laughs> anyway, that's all you have to do. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, that's the that's the easiest method. I know that probably sounded quite verbose for being the easy method, but it literally is the easy method. Um, if you want to have this file auto update every time um, the host file changes on the repo, what I what I to do off top of my head would be to use the simlink option. So I would go to the uh the repo, I would clone it, uh clone the repo to whatever directory you wanted to clone it into, and then basically simlink the file um that you want to use, whether it's just unified, unified plus gambling, unified plus social, unified plus porn, unified plus everything. Um, Just use that for your simlink and then set up a cron job to just get pull the repo once a day and then you're guaranteed to have the most up-to-date version so if new things come in they'll be added to it uh every day <clears throat> and that's a little bit you know that's more involved but you can go to some websites and they'll tell you how to set up a crown job pretty easily the second method is called pie hole now this has been around for over a year now i think um if i go to the repo maybe it's just the repo it's trying to load. Oh, no, this is their website. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. Uh, anyway, what I use. So I was playing around with a site called uh, Belena, and so it's a little bit more. It was a little more difficult than it should have been. Basically, with Pi Hole, you can go and uh, download this fancy. You put on your Raspberry Pi. Hence the name Pi Hole. And um, it does all the things that, that I, we just mentioned, um, but it also has a fancy uh, interface that you can access through the web, so you can see how many things are blocked, how often they're blocked, what's the most blocked thing. So there's a little bit of stuff there that you can like analyze your network, like oh look at all the stuff that like my devices were trying to trying to access, or vice versa. And uh, but my host file says that I shouldn't, I don't want that there. So it's pretty interesting. Um, if you do choose to go to use Blenna as like the way to, if you're using their guide which i think it's probably easier to just do your own thing instead of um using that um using blenna because the the whole thing with blenna is like you can access your raspberry pi outside of your own network which is cool um but probably unnecessary but if you do use blenna you the steps are kind of weird it'll tell you to set up service records um or, service variables, but you can't set up a service variable until you actually um, until you have the the program on the Pi. But the problem with this is that once you install the service for Pi-hole, it creates a password. But because you're using Blenna to do it, you don't know what the password is, and they tell you this in the CL in the step by step for the in the Blenna guide, but they don't tell you that you can't install these variables until after. It's kind of misleading, and I was like, "What's happening here?" I had to figure it out myself, which is kind of a giant pain in the butt. Um, but if you're going, if you choose to go Blenda route so you can access your 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 Pi Raspberry Pi and like reset it outside of your home network, which again seems a little superfluous. But whatever you want to um, go into the Blender dashboard, go to where the terminal section is. And then um, log in to the Pihole service and type Pihole space tack A tack P and then whatever password you want it to be and change it. uh, That way you have it uh, because you're not going to be able to get into your Pihole dashboard without it. It's just how it works. Um, Once you have the Pihole running, um, you can log in and add Stephen Black's hosts Git repo of whatever one of your choice um, to the the file list that they already have there, they have a, a bunch of files there, so you probably don't need it, but if you want, like, say, the gambling option, the porn option, the social option, or whatever, um, you would need to add one of his, because it doesn't block, I don't, I'm pretty sure it doesn't block porn by default, or probably some gambling, probably some of them, because some of them are, are malicious, but like not every site like that's malicious, technically, so um, you have to add that in. Um, but basically, you copy and paste the URL to the raw file that, that you find on the Git repo, and you want to click Settings in the pile Admin Dashboard. And then there's a section called Block Lists. You want to click that tab in the Settings menu, scroll to the very bottom, paste it, in, paste the URL in, and then save it, uh, pause, I think Save and Submit. There's like two buttons there. Basically press both of the buttons. <laughs> uh, press Save and then press like Save again or whatever. I don't remember what it's called, but you need to press both of them. Um, if you don't want to block anything other than ads and malicious websites then literally nothing else you have to do you just literally have to set up pi Hole. um and again i would say follow the Pi-hole repo if you don't care to log into your pi outside of your home network um <clears throat> because or turn it off outside your home network. you can, you can log into it wherever through ssh but uh, if you don't want to if you don't want to be able to like i don't know have it you know how when you own a when you own a VPS, you're running a VPS somewhere. You have like the options to like restart and refresh and do all this other stuff. That's what Blender does for like your Raspberry Pi. So it's again, um, I did it just to mess with it, see what it's about. I don't think it's necessary. I think you can literally just install install Pi-hole on your Raspberry Pi, and I'm pretty sure it works on every every Pi version. It's very lightweight, doesn't take up much space at all. Um, uh, you should be able to handle it pretty easily. Um, yeah, and after the pie hole setup, set up, all you need to do is change your DNS router again to whatever DNS uh, whatever domain name or domain name IP address, there's the word that your pie hole is in your router and you're good to go. It works like a charm. I do think you know the easy method is the host file. But if you're if you're kind of like interested in like how many things get blocked and how often things are blocked, like what's the most requested thing? Um you're going to want to you're going to want to look at Pi-hole. It's a very beautiful interface and it has a lot of great statistics. And I don't know if it's just like the usage in my house, but um, I do see the top blocked top blocked domain uh, from the Pi-hole is is uh, in my whole home network of course is um graph.instagram.com. So, whatever that is, we're blocking it. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you all for watching. It was uh, it's a fun one. I, I, I've i been thinking about this for a while and I uh, finally got around to doing it. So, if you have any questions about how to do this or maybe you're trying to do it and you get stuck, feel free to message me on Matrix. It's J R S W A B, Um I will eventually have a different name on Matrix um, once I get my own Matrix instance running, but until then, just use that. Um, and you can message that whenever, actually, and you're probably hearing this at a different time. In the, in, in the future and I wouldn't know otherwise um, yeah and come and find us over at Hacker Culture uh, on Matrix it is HackerCulture colon Matrix dot org that's the site and if you don't uh, if I don't answer you through um, my Matrix dot org address because I have already changed it by the time you've heard this um, just go there and find me I'll have a JR swab from something, um, it'll be pretty easy thanks again for listening, remember stay nerdy